0: it's episode 570 of the roadman cycling podcast and today i want to chat about the cure for numb feet let's cue that new intro welcome to the roadman cycling podcast my name is anthony walsh six days a week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you on your journey towards health happiness and longevity now let's get into the show Before we jump into today's podcast, just a little bit of business to take care of. Today's podcast, it's sponsored by Elements. When I was on the Irish team a few years ago, we would constantly get tested for our hydration levels. Now, this was done through a urine sample in the morning and in the evening, and oh my gosh, it was difficult to hit a perfect hydration score. You see, hydration isn't just about drinking water. Having proper hydration status means having adequate fluids present in your body. This fluid balance depends on many factors, including intake and excretion of electrolytes. For us athletes, when we sweat, the primary electrolyte we lose is called sodium. Cyclists can lose up to 7 grams per day. When sodium isn't replaced, it's common to experience muscle cramps and fatigue. I've been using elements to manage my hydration levels, and I've seen huge improvements. I know that personally if I'm hydrated, I sleep better, and my energy levels are boosted. I'm in good company as Element is used by US Olympic teams, NFL, NBA, and dozens of professional sports teams across the board. And you can try it totally risk-free. If you don't like it, Element will give you your money back, no questions asked. Plus, Element wants to give you a free gift with any purchase through the link drinklmnt.com forward slash roadmancycling. That's drink lmnt.com forward slash roadmancycling. I'm going to leave the link in the description below. You'll get a free element sample pack which includes one pack of every flavor which is perfect for anyone who wants to try out all their flavors in one go. Roadman! Welcome back to another Roadman Cycling Podcast. What everyone think of the new intro? The motivation for the new intro is... Concise. It's only 15 seconds. The old one I think was almost 50 seconds. I just want to get you guys and girls into the episode faster with the addition of ads, which are a necessity for our growth. I'm taking almost all of the ad revenue and pumping it back into making sure we up the level of this podcast. And that's been my kind of commitment from the start. Anyone who subscribed over on Patreon, the earliest Patreons, we moved from me recording into my mobile phone to microphone one to microphone two to microphone three. On to the latest setup which is probably iteration 10 and we're still moving that needle with editors new software new equipment but now we're doing it through sponsors and I'm only promoting sponsors that I genuinely use and genuinely I'm happy to endorse I'm not going to start promoting you know financial services and nonsense to you guys but yeah I'm pretty stoked on the new intro I want to talk today about numb feet because it's an experience that I've had on and off through my cycling career, but recently on the Shammy Time Tour with Aaron, where we covered almost 2,000K, uh, started out in Granada, went up to Biarritz and then took a right turn over to Girona, absolutely unbelievable fun. But one of the enduring legacies I have from that is some numb toes and Aaron has some numb fingers. So I started doing a little bit of research and talking to people, doctors, riders, extreme endurance bike packers about this sensation. And it was more for my own curiosity and trying to find a solution for the next Shambi Time Tour. Next time I do a Badlands or one of these ultra endurance events, I didn't want to be be, be befallen. Is that expression? Be befallen by the same fate. So if you think about hands, feet, ass. They're the only three contact points that we have. They're the only three places we interact with the bike. And the point where the most force is applied and transferred, that's through the pedals, that's through the foot. And it's that repetitive stroke through quite a small contact area that causes the problems. Now, on the Chamois Time Tour, I was averaging, you know, probably seven hours a day, some days up to ten days so it was motivated by that, but also by a couple of questions from our OGs over on Patreon and to shield the Patreon. It's just patreon.com forward slash Anthony underscore Walsh if you want to buy me a beer. But I always try and get the questions from our Patreons answered, whether it's getting back to them on a text or like this one, a full podcast episode. So it just turned out that two of our Patreons asked the same question after the Shami tour, and that's why I wanted to talk about it in detail here. I've been suffering from numb hands since then, and I've chatted to a doctor about it. So, apparently, it's down to a compression of the nerves that are just at the base of the tom. Now, numb feet are the same issue. Its nerve ends are not designed for compression, getting repetitively compressed over a long hour after hour after hour. So, this sort of compression can manifest itself in a number of different ailments hot foot, pains, tingling or just a numbness like I'm experiencing. I remember a few years ago racing a local stage race here in Ireland called Shore Valley, and we used to finish up a climb on the Nair. And I was racing in, it was a hot year, I can't remember what year it was, but it was an exceptionally hot year for Ireland. And I was wearing a set of the Bont Vapor shoes that are heat-molded onto your feet. Now, I I did like them as a shoe, super stiff, but the heat-molding meant... They're, they fit almost like a sock around your foot. So on days that it's warm and your foot swells a little bit, there's no place for the swelling to go. The, the shoe can't expand. It's quite a rigid entity. Think of those clogs you see when you're over visiting Holland on a stag. It's like that. There's no room for expansion in them. And this amplified the effects of the hot foot to the point that I was actually like dying to get across the finish line and as soon as I got across the finish line I lay on the ground and I had to take both my shoes off to just alleviate that pain. And I posted on Instagram again this year on the Chamois Time Tour and we were stopped at a cafe mid-ride and I had to take my shoes off and it's the first time since that shore valley that I've had that experience and both times were in hot conditions. Two very different shoes One, the gravel shoe is a set of lace-up. The Bont is a single boa with some uh, Velcro on it, if I remember. It was a Bont Vapor Plus back in the day. I think they're still rolling around. So that's the issue. That's the problem. So what I want to focus the rest of this short-form podcast on is the solutions to this. Some of these are obvious solutions, but a lot of times we do neglect the obvious because we think it could be a more complex problem. But let's start by ruling out the obvious stuff first, the low-hanging fruit. Shoes should be the right size. Now, I'm stating the obvious, but shoes come in we're very bad as cyclists for saying, what shoes you? Oh, I'm a UK 9, I'm a UK 10, or if you size in Euro. Very few of us pay attention to the width of the shoe. And this is actually what's most important when it comes to compressing these nerves. The width of the shoe, some shoes are naturally a wider fit. Bont offer shoes in, I think, up to eight different widths. Shimano is also a notoriously wide fit. So, that is something to look into off the bat. Are you using a shoe that's the correct width for your foot? A narrow shoe is going to bunch your metatarsals together and cause those circulation issues. Also don't over tighten your shoes. The double boa that we're seeing on a lot of leading shoes at the moment is quite a good system because it evenly distributes the pressure across the shoe. So if you think about how blood pools, and why our hands and feet get cold on a ride? It's because blood pools in extremities. And that's where circulation is poorest. So if we have a closure system, that like a single boa for me is the worst closure system because it puts so much pressure in one very narrow area. Double boa for me is has been the best one for stopping this pooling of blood and the extra numbness associated with that. There's a phenomenon called Morton's neuroma. And this is two nerves that sit just underneath the first and second metatarsal. When we're cycling, we use four foot pressure. And if you have Morton's neuroma, Mn I'm gonna call it because I'm gonna mess up that pronunciation. It can cause extreme pins and needles, but there is an easy fix for this. So Morton's neuroma is going to be like an extra sensitivity of those two nerves that are just located under the first and second metatarsal, and it's to do with your foot shape. And if you are someone who suffers with that and you're cycling for long periods of time, this is going to manifest itself in super extreme discomfort like pins and needles, numbness, hot foot. But there is generally an easy fix with this and it's a custom insole which disperses pressure a little more evenly and doesn't focus it on that area which is particularly prone or problematic for Morton's neuroma sufferers. But if you do have this condition, it is slightly more complex although that's typically the solution I've heard, I'm not a qualified podiatrist. So if you do have that condition, it is worth going to chat with a qualified podiatrist and emphasizing to them that you are a cyclist uh, because cyclists, we apply pressure with our fourth. F- the front of our foot rather than the back of our foot, like walking and running a lot of other sports. Bringing in your insole and having them design something specific for your needs because it can manifest itself and have other implications when you're walking, when you're running, etc. Two other ones that are super helpful as well and they're part of maybe a a broader off-season discussion of stuff we should do in the off-season It's making sure your bike fit is optimized. So that's saddle height, forward and aft position, and including in that is cleat fitting. All those are going to reduce pressure on the foot. They're going to improve circulation. They're going to improve you biomechanically, which is going to get that pain hopefully down to a zero level. So this hasn't been the sexiest most glamorous of podcast topics to research or to present, but I know I've suffered from this and nothing takes the joy out of it nothing rubs the jam out of your donut more than hot foot or pins and needles in your foot when everyone's saying like oh my god look at that amazing sight all you can think of is i cannot wait to get these shoes off so if you're suffering from this or you even have the early signs of this now is the time of years to start addressing and start taking corrective actions so when we get into the season it doesn't become a bigger issue Roadman thanks for chatting. Sarah's going to be back tomorrow with her solo cast and then we're into another big week on the podcast next week. Roman, thanks for joining me. Ride safe and I'll chat to you real soon.